Hey yo, what's good, man? It's your host Cleve. Welcome to the Third Coast Podcast with my man Joe. What it do, Gators? What it do, mate? You know what happened to me the other day? What's that? So I was in the uh, kitchen, right? And I just heard... And it's like 10 o'clock at night, right? Yeah. And, you know, had a few beers or whatever, you know, nothing too serious. And it was nice and quiet, you know, getting ready for bed. And then started hearing this fluttering sound and stuff. So I pulled out the flashlight. I was like, man, what the fuck is going on in here? Found it. It was a little bird at the top of the staircase right right just hopping around so i went like halfway up it flew down and flew into where the laundry room was so i proceeded for the next 30 minutes right Right. to try to catch this said bird and i eventually did catch it though um i found out the laundry basket wasn't good enough because it had holes in it so as soon as i caught it on the wall it flew out one of the laundry basket holes and then i tried to call him during the record combo that didn't work obviously and uh eventually i caught it with a mixing bowl nice yeah mixing bowl on top of something it was in the pantry it's like uh the little part that you take out of a car seat or whatever you know like when the baby starts growing bigger so yeah, you gotta the take booster. The, yeah so it was like that little cushiony thing i just caught the bird like that and then i released it back into the wild but it was a uh, it was an interesting adventure. Birds are very elusive creatures to try to catch in your house. Oh, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Have you ever had a, a bird flying to your house before? Uh, when I was younger, like, we had a fireplace. And I want to say every summer the birds would nest inside of it, like, lay the eggs and stuff. So in the wintertime, you could hear the birds chirping in the fireplace. Well, one day Dad went to open the, um, like, he went to open the vent. And, like, one of the birds fell through. And so it was just, like, hopping around. It's like a little baby bird, but um, it was a small one. Then it had one slightly larger. Like, it looked like it was a baby at one point, but it just started flying. The wings were shorter. Like, flew into the house, but out of the door just as quick as it flew into the house. Damn. But, yeah, that was, I guess, because, like, it hurt the other bird. Maybe it was, like, the mom or something. I don't know. Well, good thing... uh they got out before y'all lit a fire, though, in that motherfucker. Oh, yeah, uh, most definitely. Uh, y'all know what time of the day is. This is Third Coast Podcast. Uh, I'm Joe. What it do, Gators? Uh, we back in the studio and join with my co-host, Cleveland. Yo, what up, what up? Uh, we are uh, live in effect on a Sunday night, and it is kind of... Um, it always throws me for a loop this time of year because of how dark it gets at this time. This, with daylight saving time. And- this feels like the longest Sunday. Like, <laughs> basically, um, I, I want to say I was awake when daylight savings happened. You know, yeah, it was like what I thought was two in the morning. Eventually, you know, turned around to being one in the morning. I bet you night shift workers hate that shit. It's like, as soon as it hits two, it goes right back to one, right? Right. 
because you know it goes by a Pacific standard. I want to say it's, it resets whenever California strikes midnight. So uh-huh. it's like they they experience, I guess, the eleven o'clock again at that time. Because yeah, it hits for two o'clock here, so it went back to one. But yeah, daylight savings is definitely a trip. But I definitely got way more sleep. I feel great. Woke up. Got down, you know, scrub up the floors, cleaned the house up real nice and tidy. Got it smelling right because smelled like shit when I woke up. I was <laughs> like, man, I've been at work 13 days straight. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Uh, that's that hurt. That's a that's a lot. And uh, shout out to everybody that puts in them hours to make that money and right. do what they need to do to keep their job. And that's what it's about sometimes. But uh yeah, I would like. Don't get me wrong. Like, I I wouldn't put off, but like, I would do like one or two things at a time. But it seems like the next day, it's like I see more shit. But I gotta go to work, and then I come back home, and it's like, oh no, it's just a like a repetitious cycle almost. Yeah. Without those days off, it's it's pretty rough. Yeah, and trying to incorporate, you know, a little bit of me time, and then do household chores and cook and it can be very overwhelming especially with working that type of schedule and i'm just happy to have you back in the studio well in the shed yeah we could call it the studio the lab the the sanctuary it it, i don't know uh after uh fed we uh we always get a little bit uh it just seems because we put so much effort into fit and do so much stuff around it, it seems like afterwards and then it's always the holidays right after fit so it's always right. a push and a take and a scramble to get you know between especially with work the way it's been uh and then everything going on so it can be overwhelming trying to get settled down to sit down and you know actually record an episode right and uh, i'm thankful that we've we're putting it together this afternoon but uh shout out to everybody that uh came out and got free merch uh from vet devoid 2022 shout out to all the artists that came through and sat down and had interviews with us we had uh six hours of content uh between six episodes uh, six interviews uh between three days and uh Moved a whole bunch of merch. I hope y'all like the stickers and the koozies and the wristbands and everything out there. And uh, I like to give my regards to the, uh, you know, to the supporters in my absence. I wasn't able to be there, but I was there in spirit. Oh yeah, that's why we're a function machine. When some, you know, you got one one piece, you can't be there. We're going to take up the slack, and then vice versa. You know, and uh, right. Shout out to the engineer who is now uh dun 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 <laughs> he, he, he's he's got the big c word oh he is uh in quarantine yeah he's or in something qu- like that yeah he's in quarantine as of uh last night i wanna say that's intense yeah. uh the yeah, but the rona <clears throat> dearly departed we sit here and we are gathered around uh with the gracious host we loved our red <laughs> friend. <laughs> he meant the world to me. He's still I alive, so Joe. Much. He's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> he is still breathing, even if it's only third. I couldn't help it. Uh, I, when we were we were, we were sending the, the, the eulogy, <laughs> the messages. <laughs> 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 
It's oh. like, wow, we didn't know the gingers could catch it. It's like, yeah, this is a that, this is a breakthrough. This is a they got that strand must be powerful. That's yeah. all I got to say. But uh, you know what's what's crazy that I saw that happened over the weekend uh, out in Houston was uh, one of the rappers from the group Migos got shot like yeah. point blank, and yeah. two other people got shot too. But uh, yeah, a lot of people try to say that it was an argument or an altercation between two people, but I kind of looked into it because I heard about it the day it happened. I forget who told me, but um, yeah, like with uh. Takeoff and Quavo, they both got shot, but it was an argument. Quavo was arguing with a person over basketball, but a bystander is the one who shot the gun. So pretty much, I feel like it was a hit the way that the first bullet hit him in the head, but the other two hit him in the body. Oh, yeah. Quavo was hitting the body a couple of times, but he wasn't taken out. So there's, there's some conspiracy theories floating out about it now, so... The Illuminati. Yeah, it's the Illuminati sacrifice, and if I believe if we were to have one, do do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I love you, but uh, <laughs> so we got right, we got rise to the top somehow. <laughs> we got to get up there, man. But uh, uh, I see, did you see the video? It's too soon. I think it's too soon for um, <clears throat> the conspiracies. And only thing I'm gonna say is like I seen a video where there and someone broke it down. And this is it's gonna be like a general like soft dive. It's like they're walking in a music video, and the dude's like, uh, one of the amigos says to take off. Uh, no, take off says to one of the other guys, "It's like, hey, did you sacrifice me?" And the guy said, "I don't know, maybe." And that's in yeah. one of their rap videos and one of their rap songs. So, I mean, I'm not a big conspiracy pusher and throbber, but you know, to them minds that accept and absorb that. You know, boom, that's all they need. That's enough. You know what I'm saying? For any right. avenues to go on. Then but, on top of that, the video I saw, um, I want to say Quavo and Takeoff shot a music video recently. And like in the timestamp of the video, it stops at 218. And then in the clip at 218, it shows somebody pulling a gun out of their coat. So at the time of death, that the hit was made was 218, like the same in the timestamp in the video. So that's another conspiracy that was saying that it was a planned hit to have that done. Rather, if, you know, because I look at the date too, is like if you look at the numbers, it's like 11 2022. I don't know. So it's just however, you know, conspiracy theories look into that through the numbers or the timestamps or anything like that kind of synchronizes with that belief <laughs> the uh the biggest thing is uh when i look at the whole just the whole situation and the whole like collective look and i see it they shut down the after party the so right. it's like two in the morning he's probably fucked up everybody's probably fucked up they're famous rappers they can get and get whatever they want and at the party, there was not just them. There was a whole bunch of other famous rappers. So there's money flowing. There's bottles. There's whatever they want. You know what I'm saying? And then now, you're shooting dice, betting thousands of thousands of dollars in Houston late at night. You know what I'm saying? You're just, it's like you're putting yourself in a bad situation. Right. You know, and 
maybe that was a lot of pride. Like, hey, I got money. I can spend it. Let's go throw some dice, you know? Right. And then I think a lot of it just led to a lot of pride and and altercations and overwhelmingness and, and drugness, like fucked upness. Yeah, even after the dice game, they said it was some type of heated debate over it, but nobody, well, nobody left uh, harmed. So there's, you know, there's that. But to say because of that dice game, that that over, uh, foreshadows something to happen based off of the, uh, what is it? I'm mean, gonna guess just say like hidden emotions behind yeah. it. <clears throat> But yeah, it's a lot that goes into that, though. It's, um, you know, some people would even go as far back as to say it's because the, I forget, I think his name's like Academics or something like that. Like he did that interview with Joe Budden and the Migos about being left all bad and bougie. Yeah. Like that whole thing, whenever Takeoff did his own separate thing, and then uh, Offset and Quavo became a duo. So I don't know. It, it just. Uh, there are a lot of rappers who've been shot and survived, and there's a lot that didn't survive. But I feel the hype behind it is being more so glamorized rather than looked into and just kind of asking the questions of why is this, like, what is the cause of it and why is this keep happening? Yeah. The way that people keep talking about it and doing nothing about it but engaging further with it. You know, these are supposed to be people that kind of represent what a community should be. Like, you know, just because you come from the hood don't mean you have to still, I guess, um, I don't know, I guess yeah, it's different for everybody. That's all I can say. Some people like to feel at home and then you got other people say never let it go to begin with, no matter how much money they got. But that always brings it back to that real, it's the the. When it comes to like hip hop in the industry, you look at the biggest beef ever and what it led to was the death of two of the greatest hip hop artists of all time, Biggie and Tupac, over right. beef, over respect. And we've touched on it before, but at the end of the day, it's still a loss of life. And that's the saddest part of it all because he was young, too. They both were young. Yeah. And even Takeoff was young. Like he was 28. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of years lost over something that could have been avoided so if you're out there and it's late at night just go home sometime it's okay to go home at two in the morning you know what i'm saying you, you don't you've already done enough you know sometimes just go home go right. rest a little bit some words i wish i would have heard at a younger age you know what i'm saying probably kept me out of a lot of trouble maybe yeah, same maybe i'm just getting old now cleve Old man show. <laughs> get my cane shit. You kids, get out of my yard. Yeah, you got to have your back brace on the outside, too, whenever you got your cane. Hey, uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying this new stool that I stole from Brando out of his uh, shed. And uh, shout out, Brando. We love you. And Good looking out, B. Yeah. <laughs> we got your chairs, too. <laughs> we got some fold-out chairs. Uh, but I think this is a good time. What do you think? Is a good time, Cleve? Yeah, I think it's a good time. Okay, uh, we got uh, some special, really, really great music for y'all to hear. Uh, this dude, music is great. Oh, hold up. My Bluetooth is on, messing with the mic. My bad, guys. Uh <laughs> Oh, 
Okay, this artist is Sky. He's a 23-year-old independent artist from East London, and he was born in South Africa. He's been recording and published music independently for the last three years. Uh, he loves hip-hop and writing rhymes since he was 11 years old. Sky Sound has matured into more than just rap, but into a genre. As an artist, believes that good music can't be labeled by genre. My phone just keeps going blank on me. Uh, produ <laughs> he's producing his own music as well, doing his own cover arts. Oh, I didn't know he made his own art for that uh, oh, for nice, the thing. Nice. That's pretty cool. And yeah, uh, Sky, and published uh, publishing. Uh, it's safe to say that Sky is a real life one man band. Uh, this track is Birds by Sky, and it's off the album uh, Before We Met, and it was dropped this year. And y'all can find that on YouTube and check them out. We're gonna. Uh, play this music right here for y'all and uh if y'all don't know check out third coast podcast at 5000 com on all major streaming platforms facebook instagram tiktok and if you want to watch me try to catch that bird it is on tiktok check out this tune right here you have a girlfriend this this print this way have girls that are free <laughs> Well put, very diplomatic. You have girls, girls who are friends. Right. The girls can be very nice friends, can't they? Yes. Do you, uh, you go to the movies together? Or? No. You don't? Just talk and stuff like that? Yes, 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 yes. bitches on my IG. Niggas wish they had to like me. I ain't looking for no wifey. Probably cause I got a wifey and a girlfriend and a side piece. And some homegirls gonna write me. They can deny me. Bitches on my IG, niggas wish they had like me. I ain't looking for no wifey, really cause I got a wifey and a girlfriend and a side piece. Some homegirls tryna write me. You'll never hear me say why me. A woman of everything I need. Bad woman on my WhatsApp. She got a man, what's that? I get it cause she cause she on tap. Eating the lead, I'ma leave it at that. My son, she running right back. She know what a nigga pack. Put a dollar in the back. She left a nigga for that. Thought a lover is a trap, babe. Girl, have some dignity. Yeah, I run the streets, don't care how much you digging me. I'm still all broken, don't know what you see in me. Your friends jealous, but they low key wanna freak on me. Oh, I'm in the blush, there's no ring on my finger. You ain't mine, I ain't yours. All these birds fly under the same sky, of course. Bad bitches on my IG, niggas wish they had like me. I ain't looking for no wifey, really cause I got a wifey and a girlfriend and a side piece. Some homegirls tryna write me, thinking they deny me. Bad bitches on my IG, niggas wish they had like me. I ain't looking for no wifey, really cause I got a wifey and a girlfriend and a side piece. Some homegirls tryna write me, you'll never hear me say why me. A woman that everything I need, ayy. Honey's on my Facebook Let's meet in person trying to see just how your face looks Your ex be hurting while he's scrolling down your TL You share my jokes, they think we fucking on the DL uh. 
Mentality of ego, don't bother me If you just want me for the tea, then you're not for me I probably block your ass the day after you slobber me And move on to your friend, she'll show you how to honor me Honestly, once in my life, I care too much I can fall in love again, that lightning is scary much Make you wet just by the touch, then you gotta go You're not the only one I'm with, you know Just check my phone Bad pictures on my IG Niggas wish they hadn't like me Cause I got a wifey and a girlfriend and the side pieces I'm homegirls tryna ride me They can deny me Bad bitches on my IG Niggas wish they hadn't like me I ain't looking for no wifey Probably cause I got a wifey and a girlfriend and the side pieces I'm homegirls tryna ride me You never hear me say why me A woman and everything I need ay. Oh, yeah. Shout out East London and uh, shout out South Africa. I, I like the vibe there. I like what they did with that one. Um, you know, shout out Sky doing his thing. And uh, yeah. What you, know, you got there? No, I'm, I should have. Uh, I should. We took that. We took the break. Right. And I should have wrote down the timestamp why I don't have to look for the time where we paused it. So I'm trying to remember it right now. Click, click, click. And a little swiggity, swiffle, swift. There we go. Uh, I had to save that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that, I loved all, all, look, there it goes again. I left the Bluetooth on. My bad, listeners. I'm sorry, I apologize. But uh, I digress. Music all the way from the UK. It's crazy, though. We're sitting in, you know, small town. Louisiana, you know, right middle of the fucking boot, and just reached out. The glories of the good parts of the internet, you know, connectivity. It it can be a great thing, right when used properly. Yes, but uh, big shout out, Scott, and y'all can check them out uh, everywhere. And it's just it's always such a great thing that you can just reach out and be like, hey, we want to play your music. You got some music. Let us talk about you and stuff. And uh, we got some more music coming up, too, at the end of the show. But uh, I do have something to bring up that I wanted to talk about, Cleve. All right. And I have this screenshotted on my phone because this is probably one of the craziest things I have ran across in a while. Uh, And by the way, shout out to the LSU Tigers for uh, beating Alabama last night. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Y'all thought I was going to leave that out? Y'all thought I forgot? You thought it, 
you know that uh, the now the now standing on that is that uh, I guess my phone just can't be around for a change. Uh, the record is fifty five. Alabama's won fifty five times. LSU now has won twenty nine times, and they have four ties. Okay, but like Alabama, there for a while Alabama was tearing up LSU year after year after year. But uh, putting it, it on their back, but it was a great, it was a great football game. It was, it was down to the wire, and uh, that was a gutsy call. They were in overtime, right? So Alabama got the ball first, they scored, and uh, LSU got the ball. They scored a touchdown instead of kicking the field goal and going the double overtime. They went for the two point conversion and got it. Oh shit! <laughs> and they threw it uh, to. I might. I might have his name wrong, but Mason Taylor, he's a true freshman. Okay. He caught uh, the game-winning uh, two-point conversion and a touchdown pass in the game, and he's a true freshman. Like, goal. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's going to be iconicized for that play. Yeah. Uh, every time I, – I guess the best way I can describe it is, like I was telling Charlene, she's like, why are you so like hyped for this game? She said, you ain't really watch LSU hardly all – this year and i was like well between work and what's going on with the show and and you know just what you know the daily happenings of our right. lives yeah uh the days of oakdale lives the days but, of oakdale lives <laughs> through the time glass <laughs> or whatever <laughs> yeah. you know but uh it's like the super bowl it's like we get the super bowl every year because lsu and alabama are top 10 top 20 teams almost every year if not they competing for the championship every year right so we get a showdown of some of the best athletes from across the country or even around the world because the kicker for Alabama is from Australia. So you get like the best football players from around the world and they compete every year against each other, basically with LSU and Alabama. And it's always just such a great contest. Sometimes, I mean, for a couple of years, it was a blowout or whatever, but like LSU starting to like fall into pieces, and we're starting to win more, and it's just it's just good to see. It's nice to see when LSU beats Alabama. In my opinion, anyway. Sorry, Alabama fans. It's just it is what it is. I don't know what to tell y'all. There you go. Storm the field. What's that? Suck that top. Oh, okay. I ain't gonna say. Yeah, no, no. Nah, nah, don't go. Don't go too far now. <laughs> Hold up. I, I got so deep into football talk, uh, I forgot what I was going to talk about. Okay. Yeah, I would like to engage on that, but uh, I, I know the dangers okay. of that. So, moving so, on. There is – have you ever heard of Otto Brew Syndrome? I can't say that I have or haven't. Okay. So, basically, this is where your body – naturally produces alcohol and like there's uh oh it's, a it's rare like condition. a yeah okay. it's a real rare condition but like uh one of the first people or here recently to come out is uh this dude named nick carson right okay. uh he's a father to uh he started having like like symptoms where in the afternoons he would get real drowsy, couldn't feel real, not doing nothing, just like normal activities, not drinking, not uh, 
smoking, not doing nothing crazy. He's just normal activities, feel drowsy, feel weak, and he'll go to bed. Yeah. It started happening every day, every day, every day, every day. And eventually he went to the doctor about it, and they started testing him to see what was going on with him. And they found out that his body is naturally producing alcohol into his bloodstream. Oh, shit. So his body was naturally getting him drunk for no reason at all. And it's an actual <laughs> rare disease that, like, never you, li- you literally don't have cases. to do nothing, and your body naturally gets you drunk. And dude's been living uh, living like that for 30 years. Couldn't believe it. Yeah, I don't know how I would be able to function. <laughs> just naturally. Yeah, just like, naturally producing. It, it, it happens randomly, too. It, uh, it started in the afternoon. Sometimes it can happen in the morning or do, and they put him on medicine and do this, that, and the other. But could you imagine the toll on his liver, though? 30 years yeah, of that, years your body that. naturally doing that? That's a crazy fucking disease there. Yeah, it just goes to show, like, man, you never know. It's like the whole knowing how 10% of the brain works. It's like if our bodies, it's like the same way we're naturally able to produce, like, testosterone, estrogen, melatonin. Uh, What is it? Uh, And just like the different, I don't know, the different bodily chemicals, but to say that there's a chemical in our body that can actively produce alcohol kind of makes me think like where did they get the idea from alcohol Hmm. true and maybe the condition wasn't as rare as it is today as it could have been so were you saying that they cut they cut someone open it's like oh look let me dip it it, it, out of your body it's obviously (laughs) something that exists but to say the (laughs) the magnitude of it it's the same like if um if a natural outbreak like kind of like with polio right there's a widespread break. They had this whole process that went on. The yeah, guy the discovered iron the lung. Cure. That's yeah. the iron lung thing, right? Right. And then the guy, dis- like, that was the treatment for it at first. And then the guy discovered the cure, which was, you know, yeah, the cure. Quote, the unquote, cure. And they administered a cure. But even in cases today, polio would be considered a rare disease, right? So, yeah. again, like with this guy that's producing alcohol, like, who where, like, who is to say, like, plus, what region is he from? The guy that... UK. Okay, so he is from Europe. <clears throat> you like how that ties together? Keeping the ball rolling? <laughs> it wild, wild how it all it yeah, comes together it, sometimes. It's wild how it all comes together, because, you know, from the places that, you know, the boat... <laughs> Scott, you know that person? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, auto brew syndrome, which is also known as gut uh, fermentation syndrome, is a largely mysterious condition that raises the level of alcohol in the blood and produces the syndrome of alcohol intoxication in patients. Even when they have minimum or no alcohol intake, it can lead them to fail breathalyzer tests and bring social and legal consequences from their sufferers. That is crazy. Shout it is out, crazy. Shout out to people that are dealing with that shit. And I'll just drink a couple of beers in your honor. Because you don't even have to drink these. But you just you get that shit for free. Yeah, you just get you it just naturally. Stretch. Oh, man. Damn. Thank you, body. <laughs> is that... I actually think that might be a, a, a magical power that they got. It could be Because they're saving a lot of money. I'm just saying. 
Yeah, a lot of money. You know, barley is. Uh, Imagine if you could just trigger it like you knew, like it was like if you would drink uh, apple juice, right? And you drink apple juice, and every time you drink apple juice, it just gives you that oh uh, feeling. And so it'd be like you're saving like twelve, fifteen dollars a whop. I would think like I would think like that, but it would have to be a substance. So just take water. Like if you could drink water, but you could think of a flavor. Like if like because again, we only understand how ten percent of our brain works. Oh, I get what you're but saying. But you get Imagine, what I'm saying, right? Like, like so, if, you so, can, if you can find a way in your brain to figure out how to attain that flavor, the way you, you could think it, you could smell it, you can almost like... You could drink a cup of water and get drunk off the thought of Miller Life. Yeah, like <laughs> Miller High Life. Yeah, you could just drink water and then you could think that it's Miller High Life and it, it would kick in that Otto Brewer syndrome. Or, but like to say that who's to say a disease is just, you know... All it is is a um, mutation in DNA. Yeah. So to be able to shapeshift and augment that DNA, that's I feel like that science is known for me to be able to talk about it, but I can't say who or where or what or how. <clears throat> Moving on. It's just an idea, though. It's it's reaching, and I think that would be an incredible idea if we could just think of the flavor. And just drink water and get the same effects from, <laughs> yeah, get the desired effect. Uh, take this time and I swear, every uh, the government must be trying to tap in. No lizard people. You hear that little light buzz? Every time I put my phone next to the mixer, it keeps doing that. Uh, shout out to our draconian uh, overlords in Antarctica <laughs> and the great ice walls. And... Uh, Shout out to the TCP Horde, uh, 231 members now, and uh, the community's growing, like the dank memes out there, and I uh, appreciate everybody just always being a part of everything, and this is episode, what, 172, Cleve? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 172. Yeah, uh, it's up there. We, uh, we're covering a lot of ground this year, and we're getting close to the big old 200. Two double O. And uh, we were tiptoeing uh, close there. Uh, shout out to uh, Bear and the Forest Friends. Uh, I don't know if y'all know them, like we know them, but uh, we're going to travel down to Lake Charles this coming up Saturday and uh, give them a little uh, visit and let them hop on the mic and spill a little bit. And we're uh, excited for that. And we're going to do a little bit more traveling this year and uh, going out our way to get more content out for y'all through the rest of the year and into 2023 can't believe it's so close already it feels uh, i know what's that old old time saying it's like the older you get the more time flies but i it, it, literally blink of the eye it's blink uh, of an uh, eye. so busy i'd be uh my birthday is coming up too in december uh Ooh. i ain't gonna tell y'all the day but i'll be uh well and firmly old yeah, no, nah, you're about middle age. You're getting close to that middle age marker. What's middle age? Like 35? 35, 40. Between 35 and 45 is middle age. And so it was what, like 34 the last year? Yeah, 34 is the last year for that golden glory of uh, the 25, 35 capper. <laughs> Younger, yeah, too, yeah, too old to be um, a millennial. <laughs> But old enough to be hip. Uh, born in the 80s. The, not too the, old to The be last month of, of the 80s. Yeah, you're not classic yet. Oh, shit. Hold up. I think. 
I do have one more thing I wanted to talk about. Hold up. Okay, so I found it, Cleve. All right. Okay, uh, this is going to officially move the episode into the uh, explicit area, and this uh, cover your ears because this really Esri, uh, is coming along from Third Coast Podcast. If you have children listening to this uh, episode, uh, you might want to turn it down or turn it off because we are going explicit. So, uh, Lithuanian company just released adult only. Pussy flavored potato chips, <laughs> and they save it the flavor from what from what pussy exactly? Uh, it's the Chaz. It just says that, and uh, but it's like, yeah, a, Lith- a Lithuanian company. Yeah, and yeah, it, I see it's, it. Well, yeah, I, I would go to think, um, who like who did they sample for the flavor? <laughs> <laughs> I just seem like it's all the way bad idea all the way around. It and, is. Uh, I feel and like how it's gross some a, how gross some stuff is out there. That is definitely an avenue I would, I would not want to walk something down. That you would get as a novelty, you know, prank. Uh, dirty yeah, Santa. That might be what. It yeah, is. Dirty Santa would be appropriate for those. Kind of like the uh, jelly beans that taste like shoes or yeah. leather and shit like that. Right. Right. Uh, oh, you're lifting. Are you empty? Is it? It's beer of the night. We are coming right back with a specially craft beer. So, uh, Cleve, what are you holding right there? All right. It says, Dare Risk Dream. There's nothing quite like a night out in Hueport from craft beer and the freshest seafood to bonfires on the beach. This one's dedicated to Hueport and those unforgettable nights. Having fun on the 101. The beer opens with aromas of mango, papaya, and tangerine, followed by an atom bomb of pine and grapefruit notes that ultimately settle into a surprisingly smooth finish. And this here is Rogue Hueport, oh, Newport Nights. Oh, I can smell it. West Coast India Pale Ale brewed with El Dorado hops. And here you go in a big TCP mug. Thank you, thank you. And I'll wait for you to top yours for this grand toast of India. Uh, What's an Indian pale ale? Indian pale ale. I got, uh, damn, this shit ain't pouring right. Uh, I got this uh, brew at uh, Hocus Pocus in Alexandria. And they have recently opened a new spot next to Hocus Pocus. It's a bar, looks like. Or it might have been a bar always, but it's a a, a new spot. But I got these, and it was a four-pack, right? And it was right. like, like $13. But I seen the proof on it, and it was like an Indian uh, pale ale. I was like, huh. I said, it's going to be hoppy, but maybe it'd be kind of light. And boy, was I wrong, because <laughs> it is a... It, it, it is a whopping 9.8 Yeah, it's alcohol a, by yeah, volume. It's a stout. It, it don't look one, like one, but it, it does taste... Uh, oh, it's got its darkness to it, though. I mean, it looks, you know, it looks real thick in that mug there. Uh, shot uh, a toast to uh, 
everybody that's came before us and that will come after us and uh, to everything good in the world. Prost. Prost. Ah. Ah. Oh yeah, that's thick. Ah. <clears throat> uh, Real hoppy. A rogue. It says it does that say like it looks like it says Newport Knights on the front, but it says it's from Hughport. Yeah, it says Hughport on the back with an H. Oh, it's the settling on it that's bad. Ah. Yeah, you have to in, oh, endure yeah. this yeah. one. Yeah, you just Netflix. don't. Yeah, you don't tug like that. Yeah, you got to sip this light. Uh, so, uh, not only next week are we going to talk to Bear and the Force friends, but we do have something coming up in the month of December that is happening at the Hardwood Mill, and uh, it's going to be a, a fun time. Uh, I swear, every time I try to read something off my phone, yeah, that's weird. And, and never it, it never that does that you. ever. But but I think I know what it is. <clears throat> New towers. <laughs> <laughs> New towers. Five G. I seen that Frito Lay's truck parked at the uh, doctor's office behind my house. Was that you, lizard people? A, you spying in a Fritos lay truck at a doctor's office at a doctor's facility <clears throat> for eight hours. <clears throat> for eight hours tops. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they they know, but uh, it's you, okay. We don't we don't even try to hide it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, usually in the month of December, uh, we get together with the Void family and we do the Krampus cleanup. And uh, me and Kobai was able to do it last year. I wasn't able to do it the first year. I think Kobai was a part of it that year. Are you going to bring Krampus? Yes, uh, which is cool. Uh, damn, I forgot all about uh, fucking dickhead dog, dude. Nah, man, you got to bring Krampus, man. Uh-huh. That's definitely the... It's going to be the face of it. Okay. Uh, not that I'm, I'm digressing, but I got to. Uh, the other day I was, because uh, his area, he's, it's okay. So the backyard's all nice. He has his spot, you know, he got dark right. out when he's outside. Because he's inside at night, he's outside during the day. Because he just. Right. Yeah. He's, he's, he's too a dog. Mu- he too much. Yeah. He's a dog. But uh, I'm going back there and I'm trying to weed eat his area because i can't mow it like if it's in that area i can mow like three pushes a mile or more and i could mow it but i can't because he's just a hundred miles an hour around me i swear he was it was like he wanted to die by the the fucking weed eater <laughs> he was trying to eat the weed eater and like i would have to stop it push krampus away turn the weed eater on mow like uh well cut down the grass in like probably like a large plate size like a and then he was at it again dude and just it took me like an hour to weed eat this little spot and then he got into the thing where he didn't want to mess with the weed eater and he started like nipping at my feet and shit i'm I'm trying to help you (laughs) right (laughs) but uh so this year instead of uh well instead of but God, ah. Yeah, I think that uh, that L got you down. So. Yeah, it's got me all tongue twisted. Uh, so uh, this year the Krampus 
cleanup will be partner with the Krampus Gumbo Cook-Off and uh, Third Coast Podcast is going to be a part of the Cook-Off Challenge and uh, not to throw a little, you know, but I'm, only thing I'm going to say is I'm pretty sure I can make one of the most meanest gumbos out there. And my gumbo... You just need the right stuff. I'm going to get... I already have it. I got the pot. I'm going to paint my uh, little burner up. Hey, don't tell your secrets. No, man. You, know, you got your competition out there trying to but, <laughs> plot, uh, plot on your downfall. <laughs> not, uh, so it's going to be uh, this year. It's going to be a gumbo cook-off competition. And they're going to do a seafood and then a chicken and sausage gumbo uh so they're going to judge on the seafood gumbo and a chicken and sausage gumbo. Right. And then there's going to be music. Uh, I'm going to hold up. I'll say that in a second. And then uh, this is all partnered with the toy drive, too. That's the biggest thing That's about it. That's the biggest it. thing uh, about it. The, I think the cover charge is going to be like $10. But uh, if y'all are going to this or y'all are going to be a part of it, make sure that y'all tell everybody. And uh, even if y'all don't donate toys... To this, go donate toys to the uh, Red Cross or the fuck. Uh, what's the not the like, Santa the uh, the Toys for Tots? Yeah, Toys for Tots. There's a lot of people, and it, it it doesn't matter about what someone's financial situation is, what they're doing with their money. It's about the idea that a kid deserves to have a good Christmas present on Christmas. Right, like that's like what I do. Um, I sometimes clean out my wardrobe at the end of the year uh the clothes that i kind of like outgrown i can't wear anymore i just kind of donate those to goodwill because somebody out there could use it like most people don't take hand-me-downs anymore because of pride and it's like oh well you've already had this blah 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 it's used so you know just to kind of give to those in need is uh you know it's kind of what that season is about for me so yeah especially as uh, we're getting older and stuff, and I'm I'm learning that the the give back feels good than what you absorb. You know what I'm saying? Like it feels I I feel better if I give more, you know, than right. if I gain. But that that's just I feel like I gain when I give as well. Yeah. So it's like I feel like I gain something more valuable than a material could offer just from the gestures you know it's the kind it's the act of kindness that goes with you know the materials that gains that favor with most people yeah definitely got to support that you know if you don't then that's that's fine too you know people got their their own um their choices but uh look look oh now you don't even want to no, that's okay. Oh, there like, it goes. Uh, so uh, the artists that are going to be playing, uh, I'm guessing, I might be wrong, but I'm assuming that they're going to play inside the hardwood mill on the stage in there. And uh, I don't know if y'all have been or uh, have came to any of the shows recently, but uh, it is so great what they're doing out there and uh, what they have to work with and making it work, and it's great. And the sound that comes from that stage inside the hardwood is unique and beautiful. And, uh, the artists that are going to be playing is, uh, Holly rock, the quads. Uh, if y'all ain't checked out the quadraholics interview from fed Devoid 22, go check it out. Uh, my B playboys, uh, 
Trace Johnson, Secret Sassay. Look, there it goes. Two Tone Magnolia. They got a tap spicy into ranch, those names. huh? Tapping into those names. Yeah, uh, and um, more artists to come for sure. And uh, can't wait for the venue. Can't wait for the gumbo. And uh, so. Uh, I actually like that. It's got like a little price and we got to pay and do everything for it to register and get our team on there. So it's going to be fun. Uh, yeah. Does it go into like a prize, like into who wins first place, second place runner ups? Yeah. Like um, <clears throat> it's going to be. Uh, and according to one, the taste, how is it judged? Uh, I have to pull. It's going to be uh, judged off taste, appearance, uh, texture and. uh overall flavor and look it's way over here that makes no sense damn yeah because i was trying to understand like determining the judges like i i do know a pretty mean gumbo recipe as well because like gumbo yeah it has like consistency but most of it the secret to gumbo is the roux and that's that's all i'm that's all i'm gonna say about it like if you got the color down right and the flavor of just the roux alone then everything else will kind of like do a domino effect when you add like your contents and seasonings and you know you just really make a match whenever it comes to your the audience of your judge because i you got to treat the judge like an audience and the audience like the you know it's kind of like a vice versa effect whenever you're in a competition versus on the judging side you know, you look at it plain straight and forward. It's like, okay, it's this number one. And, like, what are you looking for? So, what I'm uh, hoping hoping for is that we can cook enough for what needs to be judged, which is two quarts, like two quart containers. Yeah, yeah so that's big easy. Pot. Yeah, that's easy, big pot. Hopefully, what I'm hoping for is because you can give out, you know, that you make it, give it out. You know, freely uh, at your booth or whatever, and I'm hoping that I can do at least a hundred like servants, and I'm pretty okay. sure I can. And if I yeah. get the big enough pot that I need, and that would be uh, three whole chickens. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Like three whole, I, I'm gonna deep. We gonna might, deep, hell, if anything, deep three that chickens all the yeah, way down. At fifth, that probably will go. Yeah, that's like what I'm saying. Between like all, all the, the way down too. Yeah, between all the booths, uh, I think it'll go. But. uh Y'all just got to uh, come out there and uh, check it out. And Especially if it's busting and it wins. <laughs> just wishful thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Which everybody that enters anything wants to win. Right. But, no uh, shade to the competition, but hoping we win. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, but that's it's been, awesome. It's been uh, great getting back into the uh, the swing of things, you know. And uh, I swear – it's, it's going to drive me crazy. I don't even know why it's doing that. But, uh, yeah, it's inevitable at this point. Yeah, they're tapped in. <clears throat> yep. So, what are you telling me about, like, fucking uh, Aaron Carter? He was a Backstreet Boy? Or was in sync or some shit i think it was in sync i'd have to look it up on my phone but it was either backstreet boys or in sync but how do we get on the topic of aaron carter then he passed away 
Also, I have to check. Have to take a moment. Gonna pull it up. Gonna find <laughs> out. He was on Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. Damn. What's Lizzie McGuire? It's a Disney show. Oh. I Is it on Disney Plus? Yeah, he was a part of the Backstreet Boys. Damn. Yeah, like, he started off as a solo artist, like, began performing at the age of seven and released his self-titled debut album in 1997 at the age nine, selling a million copies worldwide. Golly. And his second album, Aaron's Party, Come Get It, in 2000, sold <laughs> three million copies in the United States, and Carter began making guest appearances on Nickelodeon and touring with the Backstreet Boys, Shortly after the record's release. Huh. And this is on Wikipedia. I'm not going to read all of it, but I'm just like going into like uh, his music career. But yeah, he was, in fact, a part of the Backstreet Boys. It's crazy. Didn't know that. Uh, he did debuts and features with them. Anybody yeah. going through losses and dealing with a uh, loss of a friend family member or anything just take a deep breath and it's a hard thing we have to deal with but it is a part of life and uh right some people get took earlier and some people die of old age but yeah just a moment of silence for those that uh you know lost the loved one it's always a whole bunch of terrible things going on but always try to focus on the good there's a lot of good out there, a lot of bad, but there's a whole bunch more good than there is bad. Right, yeah, it balances. Yeah, it, you know, that's yeah, that's the course of life. It has, you know, every for every positive there has to be a negative. You know, depending on how we look at it, we can always shape our negatives into positives and uh, turn things around. It's never too late. Speaking of turning things around, uh, imagine there is another debacle in the medical part of your life could you imagine living day to day and having 30 plus orgasms a day uncontrollably too uncontrollably yes there's actually 30 times a day yes there's actually uh a syndrome out there where your body naturally orgasms 30 plus times a day is there a name for this uh the syndrome Yes, there is. Actually. Yeah, I was going to say, if you would like to let the the good people know. We'll be right back. (laughs) Most definitely. Okay, uh, so uh, the actual medical name, Persistent Genitalia Arousal Disorder, Disorder, PGAD. Is a legit <laughs> uh, look. They they make sure they say legit. <laughs> it's a legit <laughs> condition that describes when a woman experiences genital genitalia arousal without any sexual or any type of stimulation. That is crazy. Like you can just fucking just all day long for no reason at all. I That's mean, gotta be terrible. Painful. Yeah, it's like it's it could. Like, you know, the pleasure of pain. That's all we could say. It's like two and a half minutes, and it's just like all that over. Yeah, all that over. over. I love you. 
I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm done. This podcast. Yeah, that uh, part might have to be edited out, but for those that that know that rare condition. <clears throat> and if you don't have if you don't have that condition, you have time on your hands, check out uh Third Coast Podcast at five thousand W's thought com on all major streaming platforms and if you ever wondered how joe catches a bird in the house go check out tiktok because it's on there i caught that bird that's a real thing and, and if you also have that condition also check it out <laughs> 5000 w's at thirdcoastpodcast.com to correct the, the <laughs> <laughs> No one left behind. We're all in this. We're all in the boat together, you guys. Uh, so, Cleve, you have anything else you want to slab up on this week before we get to words of wisdom and our final artists of the week? I don't believe I have anything. I'm, you know, I'm just uh, happy to be here today. It's it's been so long. You know, I've been stuck in the matrix of uh, work, my daily life, my routine, I'm trying to break a little bit of that at a time by doing little oddities within my routine. So it kind of isolates the behavior. It helps me get through that um, <clears throat> that repetitive, you know. I feel like everybody goes through it at some point. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not every day, but it's like one day you just think, like, man, I could be doing something different. And most people act on that impulse. So, you know, me being a person, you know, I, I rarely... I only act on that impulse whenever I'm steady and sure foot. Like, if I'm able, even if I fall down, I'll be able to pick myself back up. Oh, yeah. Make that happen. Other than that, man, just uh, don't have too much. How about you? Oh, uh, no, it, it really does. It's been a, a couple weeks since Fed. Uh, I mean, even though that uh, interviews have been dropping and we just uh released uh DJ Doug shout out uh Good Earth Records uh out there in the Bay of St. Louis uh Mississippi and uh I like Mississippi it's pretty cool uh so uh <laughs> I can remember going through Mississippi I mean that's the uh yeah, we passed the Wendy's like me and my friend we went through Mississippi so the Wendy's is what was it? It was an advertisement for a uh, strawberry, a, st- <laughs> a strawberry smoothie. God, I, it, they literally spelled it the way I'm pronouncing oh, it. Oh, on the and sign. I, on the sign, it was it, hey, that's it read out strawberry. <laughs> Shout out Mississippi! Shout out Mississippi for that glorious moment. <laughs> but. uh I guess uh, before we get to the future artists, we got to slap up these uh, words of wisdom. My words of wisdom this week is to uh, love everybody. Uh, beating a dead horse, but uh, just love a stranger. Hold the door open. Be kind. It's okay. Cleve? Time will tell. You know, uh, a lot of times whenever we go in, through our our daily lives of uh, everyday living, we hope for things to be better. But and sometimes in those darkest moments, we try to figure out why. 
So the way time will tell is that, you know, even whenever it's, you know, it's dark and storming, there's always sunshine at the end of that rainstorm, you know. It's always a, you know, it's always a rainbow. I ain't going to say it's a pot of gold, but this, you know, it's wishful thinking. You know, it's all in, you know, the picture you create. And if you have a goal, pursue it. You know, just always remember where the finish line, you know, was, you know, was placed whenever you started the race and not to forget that you're in that race as well with other people. So is it a competition or is it a friendly endeavor? So uh, time will tell. <laughs> time will tell a lot of things. But I could tell you one thing, you know, it does all come to an end. The way sometimes time's yeah, time is up. <laughs> and uh sorry, uh Koba. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, Koba. The, the, um, Lumin, the Illuminati's coming. <laughs> but uh the featured uh the last feature artist of the week, uh we got uh L U V T O K I Love Toki. He's on YouTube. Uh he's twenty years old. He's from New York and uh his EP dropped a few months back. Uh, his music is hyper pop rap music. And he started at the end of last year and has been doing it ever since and he loves his music and he loves the art that he's producing. And this song is Matrix and it's available on YouTube and check them out on all streaming platforms. And this has been another Third Coast Podcast production. And I'm one of your hosts. Joe, what it do, Gators? Sitting here with my co-host, Cleve. Oh, yeah. Got Cleve in it. You know, you guys looking out. And we uh, holler at y'all next week. Check out this great music. Peace. Feel like I'm stuck in a matrix. Okay, okay. Feel like I'm stuck in a matrix. Okay, okay. Feel like I'm stuck in the matrix Left pause in this world and I hate it Wake up lost in my conscience Watch her walk by, she don't leave no traces Feel like I'm stuck in the matrix Pause in this world and I hate it Wake up lost in my conscience Watch her walk by, she don't leave no traces I feel it now Took too many just to calm me down Gotta get up, can't slow up Mysterious girl in my ear right now She got ill, she got bad aim Dodging all the games, frame by frame Move so fast I couldn't catch a name Feel like I'm the one to blame Fuck that, let's just cut to the chase Niggas just mad cause they can't take my place Going hard to the day I die Don't you hitting on my phone, no way, Jose Trying to tell me things Trying to change my life, trying to change my ways Now that we're face to face There's a couple things that I wanna say Yeah, my mind's rocking back and forth Take three to the face, can feel no more Shit, one more, then I'm on the floor Feel like I'm stuck in a matrix Pause in this world and I hate it 
Lost in my conscious Watch her walk by, she don't leave no traces Feel like I'm stuck in the matrix Pause in this world and I hate it Wake up, lost in my conscious Watch her walk by, she don't leave no traces Feel like I'm stuck in the matrix Pause in this world and I hate it Wake up, lost in my conscience Watch her walk by, she don't leave no traces Traces She don't leave no traces